Blog Talk Radio. to you live from the Motor City area, where it was 60s yesterday, and it's in the 20s today. My goodness. Oh, before we get started, I want to just share with you, we just added another ministry date in a new city, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Get ready. I'm coming. June 14th. At 7 p.m. to the Courtyard Marriott Albuquerque Airport. It is going to be phenomenal. Anybody in the Albuquerque area, New Mexico, Texas, wherever you are, you're going to want to come to this meeting. I'm telling you, things are ramping up in the spirit. God is pouring out his spirit like never before. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Uh, You need deliverance, emotional healing. You have a sickness, disease, infirmity. Get to these meetings. I'm telling you, it's going to be phenomenal. Detroit, Michigan, the hometown revival experience. Get ready. Saturday, April 26th at 7 p.m. Come on. You've got to be there. It's going to be phenomenal. And especially after what happened this last weekend in Joplin, Missouri, it was absolutely amazing. And on the line with me right now, I have John Abernathy. He's the one that had a vision for these meetings in Joplin. He's the one who God tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, bring James down. And John, welcome to the broadcast. Brother, what an amazing time in the Lord it was in Joplin. Yes, it was. We had a great time in the Lord, great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Man, I'm telling you people, everyone listening, the people in the Joplin area, man, they are precious. And and John, I'm telling you, there is... There, there really is a, something mighty. There is a, a divine plan for that area, and we, we've seen a glimpse of it this weekend, uh, breaking through some things. We were declaring some things. John, let's talk a little bit about this meeting on Saturday night, first of all. Um, what, what an amazing – John, how would you describe the presence of God in that place? There was – Man, I don't even know how to begin to describe the presence of God. There was just such a breakthrough that came into that place this weekend. The glory just really filled the place. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. Um, oh. Those of you that didn't get to experience that need to. It was so unbelievable how the glory of God just came down and set on that place. 
Absolutely. And, John, we're told that there is approximately, uh, give or take some, approximately about 250 people that showed up to Victory Ministries. And, uh, you know, the moment when we were driving from the hotel over to Victory Ministries, I, I could feel, personally, I could feel the manifest presence of God getting stronger as we were approaching that building and property. Yes, I mean, it was just, man, it was just undescribable, you know, um, just the, the manifest presence of God and just the outbreak at one point. It was like it just, something switched in the outbreak of just miracles, just, you know, a lot of emotional healing and, and other things, but just the, the um, healing miracles that, uh, that broke out in that meeting were just phenomenal. Uh, it, it's just, I, I, it, it was unbelievable. John, it was a divine appointment. Uh, that night for sure and and I remember I was at the hotel and I was just kind of laying on the bed relaxing praying uh, preparing for the meeting and and uh, John you texted me and you said man there's people showing up already the people John your people showed up uh, a few some of your people showed up to help set up chairs and stuff at about 4 p.m. but you texted me and you said man there's people who are just showing up, who are just attending the meeting, not even helping. And it was like two and a half, three hours before the meeting even started. The expectation was amazing. Yes, there was people showing up. I mean, some after 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, people started coming in, and they were just setting down and, and you know, just building an atmosphere. And that that's what I really believe that that, you know, it was just a divine appointment. But when people come in and begin to build an atmosphere, to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and operate, I really believe that that's where it's at. Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree, John. And, you know, from the praise and worship team, wow, what a blessing. I mean, they they were totally anointed, immersed in the Holy Ghost, weren't they, John? Oh, yeah, they were. The, you know, even the, the praise and worship got so deep, um, even um, – the prophetic was coming forth from the praise and worship group, which I thought was just amazing how that just all flowed together so smoothly and just so perfectly. I mean, the Holy Ghost was all over everybody involved in the, in the whole event. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just – if anybody from the praise and worship team, if you're listening to the broadcast right now, we just – Man, I'm so thankful for all of you. I'm so thankful for everyone that helped set up, uh, everyone who supported uh, these meetings. I, I just I love and appreciate you all. I'm telling you, Joplin, those people, they hold a special place in my heart. I'll tell you, God has really connected us in the spirit, all of us, hasn't he, John? Yes, he has. And even the uh, Victory Ministries, um the one that's in charge of um, that he actually stayed the whole night and, and and took care of sound and everything. You know, a special thanks to to Victory Ministries. But at the end of you the bet. night, uh, I noticed even they are just like, "When are you coming back? You're more than welcome to come back. This is great." Wow. So thank wow. They were just like, "Wow!" They just loved it. So I mean, you know, it, we don't realize how many people that God touches through these meetings and 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 the, the, how it changes the atmosphere. You're right. You're right. Uh, one of one of the the people who who managed there at Victory Ministries, me, you and I, we we sat or we talked to him for a little bit after the meeting when everyone left, and he was he. You could tell the presence of God really impacted him. He he was running sound and stuff, and and he was. He, you could tell he was a little drunk in the Holy Ghost, wasn't he, John? <laughs> oh yes, yes he was. He just said, "Wow." He said, "You know, we have a." a you know, uh, you know. He said, as a leader, I have a, a, a large um, variety of uh, denominations and, and things that you know, different people and that do different things. And he said, I've seen how the kingdom of God works together. And he said, we have such a need for what you guys are doing. And that really spoke uh, to me. He said, you know, you're welcome back anytime. And that that's huge to me. Whenever somebody John, says, you know, man, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, John, let's begin to describe then, right from the beginning, right. When praise and worship for, first started, and, and you and I both know, and, and me and you being in the ministry and stuff for a while, we've, we've seen this. When praise and worship first starts out, you know, you, let's see, we got 250, 250 people approximately in this building, and people come in with all types of backgrounds. They come, on, come in to a meeting um, with all types of different mindsets. 
um, different struggles and, and bondages and things that they've experienced through the week. And John, I know me personally when I when I pastored, um, I always, you know, it, it takes probably a good three, four. And on a really hard day, sometimes it takes five or more worship songs for the flow of the Holy Spirit to really begin and for the people to get in that flow. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and it, and it takes – It's uh, you can't – one thing that, that we've all, I think you and I especially, we've learned is you can't limit yourself on worship, period, because there's so many things that come out of worship. Absolutely. It takes, it's just – it's like – there's a special time when people really start to press in, and you just feel it as a minister. You know, you and I both were feeling it in the back that day. Uh, yes. When the presence of God begins to just, people begin to, you know, the pres- he, he's ready to come in, but he's waiting on people to begin to press in. And when people begin to flow in the Holy Spirit, and then, you know, it's just that timing. And, you know, sometimes it takes ten songs. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. John, so for this meeting, the Joplin meeting on Saturday night, when did you specifically feel that, that I want to call it a breakthrough or gusher moment where you felt us going higher in the people really entering into uh, the presence of God? That's a, that's a kind of a complicated question for me because as far as people entering in, I would say after we went through about five into the sixth song, um, yeah. I really begin to feel the the presence of God. The, the man, the, I'm understanding the manifest presence begin to fall on the body cor- corporately in that meeting. And, um, you know, I'm going to stay right there at the beginning of the meeting, and then we'll talk about what happened later in the meeting. But, but the yeah. manifest presence, about, about the fifth or sixth song right in that area, it was, there, was a, there was just a, a, like a switch turned on, like a, just uh, something shifted in the atmosphere of that building. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, John. And and you notice when that shift happened, people are people right now who are listening who don't know what we're talking about. They're thinking, what, what do you mean by that? Well, there, there's there's like a freedom that comes upon the people in the place like never before. John, I've seen people who started off the meeting who are sitting in the middle and back who are just kind of just spectators during praise and worship to where they were lifting their hands to heaven with desperation. Amen. Yes, and that's and that's the thing, you know, when the Holy Spirit begins to come down and people start to sense the 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 presence of God and they start they can be sitting there. I've seen people sit in their chair at this meeting, you know, they begin to experience the presence of God and they begin to feel the shift in their spirit, man. And yet you're exactly right. You know, they were just talking to their neighbor or maybe a little skeptical. And those very ones, a lot of those very ones were the ones that were um, you know, that really begin to press in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, when you have a multitude of people, you're going to have a multitude of different attitudes that come into the place. Um, you know, and, you know, a lot of people, they didn't know me. All they knew me from is uh, on the interviews with the Howie on the morning show on uh, 105.3 in that area and, and 1450 a.m. with Steve Scott. And, and so there was maybe just some curiosity. People came in. There's some people that came in with hunger and desperation, they knew God was going to do something, they, they want more of God, and they were going to get it. And then there were some other ones who were just kind of just wanted to sit back and just say, hey, what's, what's this guy all about? Amen? Amen. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen just a variety. You know, what people don't realize, and, and, and it's really it's what's amazing about doing these meetings, is we don't just invite, um, a, you know, what you would call a, a charismatic or a, maybe a, a Pentecostal background. We invite right. everyone. And so yeah. it's a mixture. So it's not like your normal Sunday morning church where, you know, you pretty well know who's going to be there and how it's going to flow. Because, you know, in a, in a as pastoring a church, in, a, in ministry, as a pastor, you have, you know, taught your, you have taught your people, well, hopefully you have, and, and however right. deep that you're going to that you are, they're going to take you're, they're going to follow you, and you're going to have that depth. And then you know, yes, you'll have some people come in that are you know um, people that have, you know that don't know the Lord, you know. But but for the most part, you know how your service you, you want your service to flow. This we don't have any idea who's showing up and what their background is, so it looks a little bit different. That's exactly right. The dynamics are totally different from a Sunday morning service. And one one thing, John, I, when I got up and, and, and talked to the people right off the bat, one of the first things I said, I said, look, I said, this is not your grandmother's church. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is don't just sit there and, 
and do nothing. Participate. Lift your hands to the Lord. During worship at my services and meetings, I always encourage people, John, hey, look, you worship the Lord how you want to worship him. If you want to sit down, sit down. If you want to lift your hands, lift your hands. If you want to walk around, walk. You want to run around? We had some people who were who were running because they were so excited with, with that freedom. The presence of God was there. And so I, I always want to promote that freedom. And John, you know as well as I do, when there is that freedom, that atmosphere of freedom, and people are worshiping the Lord with that freedom, it totally breaks open an atmosphere of, of miracle signs and wonders. That's right. Yeah, freedom is – I feel like freedom in a church, you know, I know a lot of churches that aren't free. And, you know, and you, and you look back, and, you know, not, to, not, not, not judging, it, you know, anybody, but you sure. look at different places, you know, different denominations, different areas people, where people are ministering, and, you know, there's no um, freedom in that place to, for people to worship because if somebody starts to break out, they get shut down. And that keeps right. a very, and it's very important that people understand that really hinders what the Holy Spirit can do in that meeting or through an individual. Amen. Oh, that's a powerful word. Very powerful word. So, um, John, let's let's. So, praise and worship was absolutely amazing, right from the very first chord. Um, like you said, there there was a uh, one of the girls on the praise team. Uh, the prophetic anointing, man, just hit her. She was starting to declare things over the region, over the city, and what God wanted to do. And you and I, we both kind of turned and looked at each other, and we're like, whoa, man, did you feel that? And uh, there's such an, uh, an anointing and power in, in prophetic declarations. Amen? Amen. Yeah, there was. And she, I mean, there's a... Any time that somebody begins to just get be free, even in worship, you know, a, a leader, a worship leader, and that freedom and the prophetic word becomes to be come to be or is put forth. Uh, yeah, there's a there's always breakthrough that comes with that in the spirit. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Time. And and that was and, and you know I mean I know on my life and ministry personally. Um, that's one way the prophetic anointing flows through me. I know the prophetic anointing flows through you as well. And, uh, John, a lot of people don't know the significance of that. A lot of people just think it's, you know, oh, hype or hope. You're just speaking things. But no, no, when, when, there's power in, in verbally speaking and declaring what the Holy Spirit is putting in your heart because the Holy Spirit just doesn't want it to stay in your heart. He wants you to release it through your mouth, and when you do that, you're giving access, John, right, to the kingdom of God to invade a city and a region and a place. Amen? Right. You know, um, it's, I think it's very simple if people will really study the word of God and really apply what you just said to themselves. It would be very simple for every city and town in the United States. God will be able to raise people up and send them forth and declare the prophetic word, and it would change complete cities and towns all over this country. Absolutely. Oh, man. John, I'm telling you, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost as you're even speaking those words. And, John, I, I am convinced this, this weekend in Joplin, for all of us, was not just to, uh, to have a feel-good meeting, uh, to have a tickle, tickling experience with the anointing and presence of God. But, John, this was a divine weekend and date on the calendar for that region. I really believe there was there's a breakthrough that took place, a shifting in the spirit for that region specifically. And I, I believe we're going to start to see the fruit of it. I, I do, too. I'm already seeing the fruit of it. You know, last night we had a... A call come in from a, a, a friend or a family member that was there, and and just the things they're saying and what they're doing, you know, I can just see the hand of God all over their life, and they're just being, you know, a statement come forth, you know, emotionally we're wore out. I got a text message. Oh yeah, that we're, we're wore out, but we're so full <laughs> of the Holy Ghost that we can't hardly contain it. <laughs> John, trust me, I know what you're talking about because I'm wore out too. Because you know why, John? Because we totally gave everything we had on the inside of us. Uh, we wanted to, to make sure we're being led and flowing in the Holy Spirit. I know myself personally, John. I didn't want to hold back. I wanted to minister as, to as many people 
as I could. In fact, I, I told the people, I said, those of you who want ministry, you come, come up. I mean, we do not want you leaving these meetings without you being ministered to. Amen? That's right. And we, and we ministered to, I, I can honestly say, any person that, that stepped out in faith got ministered to. I don't know of anybody that we left out, that got left out, I mean, that wanted to be ministered to. And yeah, I, I just, yeah, it's I just agree. amazing to you, you know, as we were we were flowing and, you know, and I was able to minister to several and you were ministering and, you know, Pastor Shirley, you know, thank God for her. I mean, just a oh, mighty woman. what a blessing. Pastor, Pastor Shirley and Pastor Don, they're wonderful people. Yeah, and we they, they stepped in and, and, and just, you know, were used of God. I mean, it's just amazing to see the people of God, the ones that walk, you know, in this prophetic anointing and the ones that walk and just have a heart to see lives changed, just to step out. And, and, you know, I've seen so much transformation, not only in myself, but I've seen so much transformation just as we grow and so many other people. You know, like I said, we had a call come in last night, and it was just, you know, wow. You know, I just couldn't wait to get off work and get home and get in the presence of God. And it's just, it's just wow. And these are, and these wait, are you mean someone that, told you that? Yes, and these are people that, you know, in the past um, – you would look at and say, man, it'd be nice if they would, uh, you know, begin to talk to God, or it'd be nice, God, will you do something there? And, you know, um, wow. the Lord of God talked about that, you know, you know, praying that he will send out laborers, laborers to the harvest. And that's exactly what my prayer has been for a long time. And oh. he's doing it. You know, we got people out there that are ready to be reached. And, 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 you know, it's just like we get in the will of God, and we are walking out in this meeting, and, and just God sent forth laborers into the harvest field. And I, I just it, it blesses me to hear the reports. Of, oh. We couldn't wait to get off work. Something's stirring inside of me. I couldn't wait to get off work and get home and get on my face with the exact word. John, that that absolutely blesses the socks off of me. I'm telling you right now because John, that is my heart. What, that's totally my heart for these meetings and anywhere I go to preach and minister is I want. To, to lead people into the presence of God. I want to feed them the word, raise them, train them up, raise them up, and send them out and, 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 and produce that hunger within them for more of God. John, that is amazing. What an awesome thing to hear from the people who – one of the person that attended. Right, and, and not only that, you know, there was others that had text messaged or – called or you know say when are you doing this again when are you going to do this again you know and of course i say you know we're praying about it and we've already agreed we're going to have another set up another day you know and and, and you bet. i'm sure we'll talk about it a little later but you know god's opened some doors in other areas that we didn't even know we were going to walk through oh and and that's amazing just flowing with the holy ghost you don't know on when you came in saturday we had no idea where we were going to end up sunday we didn't right. know we had a we had a, a plan but we didn't know where the Holy Spirit was leading us. John, I'm telling you right now, everything, everything about this last weekend in Joplin was totally divinely orchestrated by the Holy Spirit and not man. I'm telling you right now, everything. Uh, That's where we ministered on Sunday, everything, which we'll talk about more in a moment, everything. John, even, listen to this, even my flights home, the hand of God was all over it. My flight out of Tulsa, John, and everyone listening, was delayed about an hour due to severe weather, and I, and, and I, have a, we, I had to catch a connecting flight in Chicago O'Hare Airport, and I, I only had like a 30-minute window, and we were, I was going to miss it. We landed in Chicago, and I get off the plane. I run, and I look at the monitor to see the next flight to Detroit, and I run to that gate, and the guy said, I'm sorry, sir. We closed the gate three minutes ago. The plane is still at the gate there, but they closed it and said, we're not letting anyone else on. He said, sorry, sir, you're late. I'm like, oh, man, Lord, please. Do a miracle. And, and, and the guy said, the next flight out um, is t the next night. So I would be staying in the terminal for like a whole day and a whole night. And I said, God, please do a miracle. He goes, he goes I'll be right back. He walked down the jetway to the airplane. And about five minutes later, he comes back. And he says, well, he goes, it looks like there's a, there's a person getting off who's not feeling well. 
And I and he goes, I said, does that mean I can get on the flight? And he said, yes, you can get on the flight. What an absolute <laughs> miracle of God. And so, you know, John, God took care of every detail on this whole trip. Yeah, God had it all. You know, it's like uh, even, you know, I was thinking about our trip. You know, we were, like, thinking, well, we need to get back to Tulsa because the weather's going to get bad, you know. And I'm going to tell you something. That was pretty awesome. You know, on the way home, I had to stop and get gas and everything, you know. And and um, um, when I pulled up at home and I got in the house, it was five minutes later, here comes this massive storm. Right. And it was just like, man, you know, God just – it was blue skies. Well, I think I text messaged you that. You text me, and I said – it's blue skies. I mean, it was just the, the <laughs> nicest weather. We made it home safe, and then all of a sudden, here comes the storm. So it's like, you know, you know, not only yeah. am I going to bless this weekend, I'm going to bless you personally and make sure you're getting where you need to be safely. It was just divine. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. Every part about it, man. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna get back here to the dynamics of what happened on Saturday night. So. The praise and worship was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, about the fourth or fifth song in, somewhere thereabouts, uh, we both felt uh, a shift in the spirit, the presence of God. Uh, you felt an increase. The people were starting to flow uh, and, and jump into the river with the Holy Ghost, uh, with the flow. Um, and then um, I got up and I, I spoke some prophetic declarations that the Holy Spirit gave me to, to release over the region and let me just encourage people right now um when the holy spirit gives you something a prophetic word there's not power in that prophetic word until you verbally release it and speak it isn't that right john that's right yeah you have to i was just reading uh corinthians 14 on that last night and and that's exactly right you know um, you know, Paul talking about, you know, tongues, and, you know, if you're going to speak in tongues, you need to be edifying the body. You need to be releasing a prophetic word. You know, pray that you'll release yes, something that edifies the body. And we have to release that word. You're right. And that changes the atmosphere and changes everything. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and about the praying in tongues thing, a lot of times in my ministry, I know some people who aren't used to hearing someone praying in the Spirit, it's new to them, it's different. But how I operate, when I minister um, and I start to get into the flow of the Holy Spirit, I, I kind of get up on the stage or wherever I'm at and I, I pace back and forth and I'm praying in the Spirit. Now, I'm not at that point, I'm not necessarily operating in the gift of tongues the gift of tongues is for uh, is is for a public assembly where i feel like i have a message to give in tongues and then that's when you need an interpreter but what i'm doing john when i'm up there praying in tongues uh, i'm i'm operating in the prayer language or praying in the spirit and i'm trying to edify and build up myself and when when i pray in tongues um my my spiritual eyes, my spiritual ears, I can see clearer in the Spirit. I can hear better in the Spirit. And the gifts of the Spirit begin to flow more easily through me. And so, um, you know, there may have been some people there who didn't, uh, you know, were confused or didn't understand what was going on because they'd never experienced that. But, John, let me just say that anything that's new to a new believer – Anything that's new to a person uh, is going to look strange, is going to look uh, different to them. But there has to be that confrontation, um, that offense, if you will, to where they're like, whoa. Because, I mean, how is anyone going to experience something for the first time? You, you understand what I'm saying, John? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, um, there's been such a, you know, on, on the other side of that, not to get off, I don't want to get off where we're at. There's been such a negative feel for that with the issue of, you know, television, and there, and, and, and there is a lot of people right. that operate in the flow or try to operate in that for the uh, gain of financial gain. And right. there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you know it's, why it's very important that we, just, we have the availability to discern things. You know, and so yes. it's, it's put a bad taste in people's mouth, but don't ever let that stop you from receiving the real thing. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's a good word, John. And, you know, 
like I said, there is when someone's confronted with hearing someone praying in tongues uh, for the first time, it, it's obviously going to look strange. But that person needs that first confrontation uh, with that because there's always a first for everything in your in the Christian walk. Amen, John. That's right. You know, um, it, it kind of takes people out of their comfort zone. You know, we were actually That's talking right. about that the other day, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and, and doing something, you know, you know, if you have a word, give the word. Don't hold back because a lot of times that Holy Spirit is trying to, like I always say, God's a show me God. So show him you're going to do it. He's trying to elevate you. And you know what? Right. Sometimes people mess up when they're young sure. and they're fake. Always, you know, it's kind of like riding a bicycle. It takes a while to, to get it perfected, but you got to practice, you know. So when the Holy Spirit Very wants good. to give you something, speak it out. Speak it out. Don't hold it back because he wants to elevate you. Oh, John, that's that is absolute sound pastoral um, advice right there. I mean, that that's awesome, awesome word, man. And so that's just how I flow. That's what these meetings are like. And John, I I, I am not ashamed of, and I will never water down my ministry. Um, I, I number one, glorify the Lord Jesus Christ, and number two. I honor the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's right. Yeah, we have to honor the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, number one thing we've got to do is we have got to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ in everything you that, that we do. That's, yes, that's the main thing, you know. That's right. That is totally right. And so, um, so that's how I flow. And then the gifts start flowing. And then, um, John, in the meeting, I call, had an altar call. People started to come up, and wow, there was major deliverance going on. There was major emotional healing going on, wasn't there, John? It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was one of the best encounters um, I've ever had personally, and I was, um, you know, um, the one thing I noticed this weekend is I didn't even have you to pray for me. And, 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 and you know, we were just, you know, and, and it happens like that sometimes. You know, the Holy Spirit knows what sure. he's doing, but we were so drafted in praying for others. You know, my yeah. heart is to see transfer in others, you know. So, you know. But it was yep. amazing just watching blesses me, you know, in a, as a minister, as somebody that wants to see people blessed. You know, the depth, the depth oh. of emotional healing that took place. It was, I mean, it was I, deep. I, it was extremely deep. There were people who came up to the altar, some awesome uh, men and women, and the Holy Spirit would would have me speak a, a prophetic word to them, or, or the Holy Spirit maybe gave me a, a word of knowledge to speak to them about their past, uh, maybe about some broken areas of their heart. And, and John, when I released those words to them, uh, there was such – some people just started crying in such such a deep – pain was being released and the holy spirit was like digging out the the cavities the the dark places yes. of their heart that they had shut off for years did you see that john yes i did yeah just deep emo- I, uh, there was one uh, lady that i just got word of yesterday that uh you know you'd given her a word about jesus the lord spoke through the holy spirit's begin to speak to her through you about jesus as your father and it just yeah. really touched her, you know, and I didn't know the background, but, but you know, uh, Sarah, actually, she's with me right now. She knew the background. And sure. uh, the, the background was that she had so much problem with her with rejection from her earthly father. And so it was just right. the dynamic of how the Holy Spirit was speaking to people and how much healing comes out of the gift, you know, the prophetic anointing, that gift. There's so much healing that comes from that. Yes, amen, and and so with that emotional healing, man, there we cast out de- devils that night. I mean, people were being set free from bondages, from addiction, yes. from spirits of suicide, death. Um, I mean, this was deep, and and John, in part of the service when that was happening, because to a lot of people, they're not used to seeing that. They're not used to seeing people screaming out while we're casting out demons and, and all that. And so I said, I said, look, you see what's happening up here? I said, this is church. This is being the church. This is advancing That's the right. kingdom of God, um, and, and it's tearing down Satan's kingdom. Amen? And people, and John, when people, after they received the he, emotional healing and deliverance, they would stand up. And, John, I kid you not. Can you attest to this? I've seen people glowing with the presence and glory of God on them. 
Oh, yeah, I, I actually remember, I think if you don't remember, I, we were ministering to some people, and, and I was in and out because, you know, being I was kind of in, or running the meeting, you know, I had different things and dynamics of things going on, but as I was up one time ministering, um, there was a girl sitting there right there, and, I mean, I could just see the glory of God all over oh. her. I mean, like I've never seen before in my life. I mean, she wow. was getting hit. The Holy Spirit was just just nailing her. I mean, it was just so powerful <laughs> to see the glory there. You know, it was a, it was absolutely amazing. I remember one one precious twenty uh, year old young girl. Uh, she was there with her mom, and um, you know, she, she you could just tell there was just so much, so much bondage, so much heaviness uh, from the past, and and the Holy Spirit did such a work, and and she after prayer and and and, and deliverance. She which had the biggest smile on her face. It was so precious. John, this is what we live for, brother. This is this is That's what right. we live for. Advancing the kingdom. I am so excited with what God is doing and what he's done in Joplin, man. Right. You know, and that, and, that, and like and like you said, not to back up, but you know, if if anybody that's listening wants to know what their church needs to look like, read yeah. the book of Acts in detail. There's a perfect outline there of what the church needs to look like. And, oh, and, 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 and you, yeah. know, you know, it's just so well drawn out there. And, and what happened Saturday night is where my heart's at. That's what I want to see God doing in every service in every church in America. Amen. John, I'm telling you what, there is such a joy uh, in that place. And, um, man, I'll I tell you what, people do not, if you're listening to this broadcast right now, don't turn it off. Don't shut it off. If you're listening to the archive version, keep listening because me and John, we're getting ready. We're getting ready to tell you something mighty that happened. You're not going to want to miss it. John and Sarah, I will be back, and we're going to talk about a mighty miracle that took place at the Revival Experience. And, people, I will be back in a moment. And I am coming to you live from the Detroit, Michigan area, the Motor City area. And on the line with me, I have John, and his fiance Sarah is with him. John, listen, this I I was so excited when this one thing happened. Also at the meeting, John, it blew my mind. <clears throat> this yes. is what this is what happened, people. Sarah's grandmother. Diane, she has been in a wheelchair for seven years with severe arthritis in her legs, in her knees, and uh, she came to the meeting. Now, uh, John, I remember you telling me when you scheduled, when you scheduled this meeting, you kept telling me you said there is there's a lady who's coming to this meeting. She's in a wheelchair, been in it for a while, and she says she's gonna she's gonna walk. Yes, and uh, there's a, there's some background with, with that um, without going into a long bunch of detail, but, but she had called me about a week before the meeting. Or I actually, either, I, I tried, we called back and forth and finally got in contact, and 
And she told me, she said, is it okay if I tell my friends that, you know, is it, would it be okay if I tell my friends and people, even unbelievers, to come with me <laughs> so they can get out of my wheelchair because I'm walking out of this thing? And I, was wow. and I thought, well, you know, have the God kind of faith, and that sounds like the God kind of faith. You know, she's using the word. She's, she's saying, I've been prayed for, and I've received the healing. You see, there's, there's dynamics to that. When you begin to speak the healing out, I prayed for yeah. this, and I believe that I received. Jesus was very, very particular on how we pray. And, you know, the prayer of faith was said. She received it. And, and at that meeting, you know, um, she, um, she got right up. I mean, it, and, she, and, and the, the people that were skeptics, I've got family members that were there that aren't even believers that were crying their eyes out because they have spent the last seven years helping her from here to there because she can't walk. Um, I mean, this. Yeah. (laughs) This is amazing. Now, John, Sarah, is she. Are you guys on speakerphone together? Is she by you? I'm on the comfort zone here for a minute. Yeah, let's get Sarah on the line. People, this is. uh, this is Sarah. Uh, this is John Abernathy's precious fiance, an awesome woman of God. Uh, Sarah, you on? Yes. Awesome, Sarah. I tell you what, it was great meeting you uh, this weekend. We all had a blast in the Lord. And Sarah, now Diane uh, is your grandma, right? Yes. Now you can you can attest because when I told people this and even people that are listening right now, uh, Sarah, there are a lot of skeptical people out there. Can you confirm and tell the people your grandma was indeed in a wheelchair for seven years? Absolutely, yes, she was. Wow. Now, when who who else was at the meeting? Uh, in your family, Sarah, who was standing around her when we were praying for your grandma, Diane? Um, My father was there, and also um, his girlfriend, Crystal. um, They were both there, and also Crystal's sister, which is Diana's um, other daughter. Um, Uh We were all there, and we were just uh, um, praying. We all believed that um, when, when she got to the meeting before she left that uh, she would walk out of the wheelchair on Sunday morning that she would walk into church without it, and um, that's exactly what happened. It was, uh, Sarah, it was amazing. So let's, let's just tell the people here. So I got done praying for some people for emotional healing and deliverance and stuff, and, and I, the Holy Spirit said to me, finally, it's time, pray for the woman in the wheelchair. Now, Sarah, I'll be honest with you. Um, John may have told me that before, that she was your grandma, but I didn't remember that at the time. I, honestly, right. I, because, I mean, you know, I'm new to that area, so I, I'm trying to get to know everyone, and there's a lot of people. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and, and so I, we go over there, and so there's her whole family, and you were, were gathered around. And so I kind of bend down, and I put my two hands, one hand on each, like, knee or leg, and John did the same thing and, and touching her legs. And I start speaking, and I command all arthritis to leave her body, um, for her joints to be lubricated properly, for strength to come in to her legs and yes. knees. And, and she, she kind of had her head down while I was <clears throat> praying and commanding. She had her head down and her eyes closed, right? Yes. Yes, she did. Uh, okay. So, and then there was one point where I said, I command strength to come into these legs in the name of Jesus. And people told me when I did that, she lifted her head real quick and, lift, and opened her eyes. Is that correct, uh, Sarah? Yes, she did. While you were praying, she had her head down the whole time, eyes closed, and um, at that point um, in your prayer, she did. She opened her eyes up and her head lifted up instantly, and she looked um, directly where your hands were at as if, you know, she was feeling it right then and there. Praise God. Now, so now, I at that point, man, I, I just felt like the presence of God increase around us. I mean, I, I'm sure there was tons of angels gathered around, and, and we know the yeah. Holy Ghost, of course, was ministering there. And so then, Absolutely. when she... Yep. And when when she opened her eyes, Sarah, I said to her, I, I, I'm trying to remember the exact words, but I said something along the lines of, are you ready to do this, or are you ready to walk? And, yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> and she's like, like, yeah, yep, let's do this. And so John takes 
uh, one arm. I take the other arm, and we're lifting her out of the wheelchair. Um, and she starts to take a, a little step here and a little step there. And all of a sudden, and, and while she's taking the little steps, she's kind of leaning on, on me and John uh, heavily at first. And then as she starts walking, Sarah, I am feeling her lighten up on leaning on us. And she's taking... Yeah. She, yeah, she's taken uh, the whole thing by herself, and she starts walking. John, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost even giving this testimony right now. Now, as she was walking, she lifted her hands up and totally let go of you and I, John. And when she started doing that, the presence of God, the manifest presence of God, the glory of God got so thick in that place, my eyes like started watering. you remember that, John? Yes, I, I remember. The, I'll never forget that exact moment because a switch came on, and that's whenever I believe healing broke out in that building. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it was amazing. It was an absolute miracle of God. And, John, what, what I spoke to her, I said, your faith has made you whole. John, her faith level, her expectancy was out of this world. Um, she spoke it, she declared it, and she ended up walking. Yes, yes, she declared it, she spoke it, that's like she prayed, it just lines up with scripture, and she believed when she prayed. That's a key, Absolutely. she believed, and then she got up. You know, there's a lot of people that just, oh, I just feel the Holy Ghost, there's a lot of people that need to just get up. Yes, yes, oh, <laughs> amen, brother. Oh, John, and, and I'll tell you what, man, and then, ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you the presence of God is strong right now. Father, I pray every person listening to this broadcast would, would feel your anointing and presence come upon them right now from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. I speak life and healing to the, your body listening right now in the name of Jesus and command you in the name of Jesus to rise and walk in Jesus' name. Now, John... When this happened, and she was walking, I mean, Victory Ministries, I mean, that was, that's quite a, quite a uh, run around there, uh, that, that building. Um, oh, wow, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I'm right there uh, thinking about this, and my mind is just blown away. So when that happened, all of the family members started just bawling, and, and there was so much joy. Um, th- this was an act of God. Hands down. Amen? Amen. Right now, there's, I'm sorry, I'm not for you. There's somebody listening to this, there's healing coming to their body right now. Yeah, release still, the words, I'm, brother. I'm, you, yeah, I'm releasing it. There's healing coming. There's somebody listening right now that's been praying for healing, and there's healing coming to their body right now. Yes. The Holy yes. Spirit just spoke to it. I, I missed a little bit of what you just said because the, the Holy Spirit just began to speak to me. There, yep. There's somebody right now that healing just received that. Oh, woo, glory to God. I tell you, wow. Yes, there's a miracle anointing being released right now. The, the, to, the power of the testimony. As I was, John, as, as I was even speaking that testimony, I felt the power of God increasing uh, even upon me right now. Father God, I just release miracles. I release healing right now. I command every infirmity, every sickness, disease to come out of that person's body that's listening now. Satan, you let those people go. Every spirit of infirmity come out in the name of Jesus Christ right now. We loose that anointing right now. And, John, you are absolutely right that after receiving – you know what? Diane could have just sat there. She could have just sat there. We, we prayed over her. We released that anointing. She could have just sat in the chair and not moved for the rest of the night. Amen? Listen, listen to this. Listen to this right here. It just was spoken to me. Her faith, her faith released miracles to others. Her faith Ooh, was released. Praise God. Her faith was released in that place. Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That, wow. I, I don't know about you people, but I'm, I feel like I'm floating right now. I'm feeling the anointing so strong. So oh, <laughs> wow. Father God, we thank you for what you have done in the Joplin area. 
Father God, oh, Korabo Shatab Rabo Shatab Rabatika Shaka Rabotaba, Korabo Shatab Ramokoba. Father God, every prophetic word spoken over that region, we, we just plead the blood of Jesus over that, that region right now. We declare that everything that was spoken by the Holy Ghost will be accomplished. And Lord God, a mighty move of God and outpouring would be released in the Joplin region right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, every person that came to the meeting on Saturday night and to the church service on Sunday morning, Lord God, I just pray fire of the Holy Ghost would be all over them in the name of Jesus and that they would seek you with their whole heart. And, Father God, that you would pour out your Spirit upon them like never before, that they would walk in the Spirit like never before, and that, Lord God, you would use them in a mighty way that they would advance your kingdom. Now, John, um, wow, i tell you what, I'm buzzing here. Um, oh ooh, glory to God. Now, John, on, on Sunday morning, um, Pastor Shirley and Pastor Don uh, McBride uh, in Neosho, Missouri, uh, they invited me to come and speak. John, how would you describe the presence of God in that service? All I can say is divine appointment is all I can say. Divine <laughs> outside of our... Even even outside of our pre-planning or pre-scheduling before, that was a divine appointment from the Holy Ghost, and there was so much confirmation that come out of that. Oh, it, it was absolutely amazing. People, oh, wow, I'm telling you right now, that the presence of God, it was easy to minister. It was easy to minister. John, what's the name of the church, uh, Pastor Shirley and Pastor Don McBride's church in Neosho, Missouri? What's the name of it? It is Vita Oblongate. It's, a, um, it's actually, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an English, it is um, Abundant Life um, is what it would be called. Um, okay. Yeah, they, are, they, are operate, they operate in the prophetic. I mean, they are, their hearts are just to allow the Holy Spirit to move. There's, there's freedom in that place. It's like you said. There's a lot of churches that need to come out of this, but you said it, you know, not this church. <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely. There was uh, people, I'm telling you, you have to. If you're going through that area, if you live in that area, you need to stop in and say hello to pastors Shirley and Don McBride. They are phenomenal people. The love of God flows through them. The Holy Ghost flows through them like never before. They're open. They're open to whatever the Holy Spirit has. Um, what a blessing to meet that man and woman of God. I, I'm blessed, John, to, to be connected with them. I, I really do feel a spiritual connection with them um, in that region as well. Um, and it was just a powerful time of ministry. The Lord gave me some prophetic words, for, more prophetic words for the region uh, that I released. And... Um, Wow! Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now, John, they blessed me. I mean, they, they, they spoke prophetic words over me at the end. One of the things that, that was released was that, that I'm going to see creative miracles, basically, arms and legs growing out. John, I'm telling you what, and, and people, that is the kind of anointing even that's flowing at that church, at Pastor Shirley and Pastor Don McBride's church. Amen? Yes, I mean, they are experiencing, they're, they're in the flow. You know, they, they've done exactly what it takes, and that's allow the Holy Spirit, say, Holy Spirit, you are the pastor of this this church. You know, like you say, Holy Spirit, we came up with you on this earth. And that's what they've done. And they were having reports weekly, weekly of divine healing. Uh, man, just phenomenal things going wow. on. Wow. Whenever we release and allow the Holy Spirit to work like that, that's the only way that that will ever come forth. Amen, brother. And one thing you told me, John, right as we were on the way to the church on Sunday morning uh, to minister, one thing you said to me, you said, you said, James, you don't have to hold back, brother. Yeah, this church can handle the deep things of God. Amen? Yes, they can. You know, that, they're, the, the pastors, Don and Shirley, Shirley's been a, man, they've been just a, just, man, just awesome to me. You know, I have the highest level yeah. of respect for those, those two, that, that woman of God and man of God. They're actually, um, she talks to me like a, a parent. You know, she's like a, my, like a mother to me, and he's like right. a father figure. They're just phenomenal people. They've always been there, and, and I'll tell you, that church, 
flows in the Holy Ghost. There's no holding back. Um, they are probably the realest pastors that I know that says, Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. And he does every Sunday. Every time I've been there, the Holy Spirit. If you want to get, if you need lifted up, they have a prayer meeting Saturday night at 7 p.m. on Saturday nights. If you need lifted up, if you need prayer for anything, I encourage anybody in this area to show up and watch what God will do in your life at their prayer meetings. Absolutely, John, and I want to put the stamp on that as well. I, I, I've met these people. I, I, I know them. I, I'm, I'm connected with them in the spirit, and I totally agree. People, if you're in that area, you need to go. Go, 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 and you will be blessed. Um, just, just an amazing, it's an amazing atmosphere. Um, so, John, again, this whole weekend, was just amazing, and I tell you what, brother, I'm so looking forward to coming back, reconnecting with everyone, and, and let's see what the Holy Ghost has. Amen? Amen. Yeah, we're praying about that now. You know, I'm going to release this anyways, even though I probably, you know, sometime in July we're going to be prayerful that we're going to be able just to get people's hearts that are listening in prepared. We're going to do this again at some point if it's God's Praise will in God. July. So we praying about awesome. it. Awesome. We will definitely be doing that, and and uh, John and Sarah, both of you, I just want to personally thank you so much for your kindness and generosity. You guys really mean the world to me. Uh, I, I feel totally blessed to be connected with you both, and uh, you guys really hold a special place in my heart. And this is a God thing. Amen? Right. Yeah, we made a, a ministry, you know, a, a spiritual connection, but... You know, I feel like, you know, we've made a ministry connection and a, a lifelong friendship, too, also. No doubt about it. Absolutely. And so I, I just appreciate you, brother. And John and Sarah, I will have you guys on. Once we schedule and put a date out and locations for the next Joplin meeting, um, I'm going to have you back on. I appreciate Brother Howie. Uh, they're at 105.3 New Life Radio. Anyone listening in that area, uh, support Brother Howie. Uh, Howie has a, has a church out there, too. Support him. He is an awesome man of God. Amen, John? Yes, very awesome. I mean, I just, I, I just love that man of God. He's just, you know, he's pressing in for things that are deeper, and I'm watching, you know, God just lift him up and elevate him in this area, and God's just, he's just walking in his calling, and I love to see people do that. Amen. Amen. Well, John, thank you so much, and uh, I will, I'm sure I'll be talking to you soon to set up that date, and uh, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Revival Now broadcast. Um, I want to give you a few announcements here. Detroit, Michigan, the hometown revival experience is going to be happening Saturday night, April 26th at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. It's going to be awesome. Um, we're, we're, what happened in Joplin, I'm believing for, for even more, uh, an increase and uh, an increase in every meeting. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, coming to your area Saturday, June 14th at 7 p.m. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott at the Albuquerque Airport area. It is going to be amazing. Um, to learn more about the uh, my ministry and what I do, to listen to over four years' worth of messages, go to James Brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T, Dot org, or you can also go to revivalpodcast.org, and I guarantee you those messages are going to be a blessing to you. They will fire you up. They will help you to grow spiritually. They will cause you. They will cause you to want to get busy for God and advance his kingdom. People, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. We've got to stop playing church. It's time to start being the church. We're in a divine season right now, people. And we are going to advance the kingdom of God like never before. So go to my website, check them out. I'm going to be adding more dates, more locations soon. Those of you in the Joplin, Missouri area, thank you so much for your kindness also and generosity. Uh, keep in touch with me, every one of you. Anybody wanting phone ministry, you would like me to pray for you, minister to you over the phone, uh, contact me at pastorjamesbrandt at gmail.com. 
and we will schedule a time to talk on the phone, and we are going to believe God for some amazing things in your life. So get ready. Get ready. Detroit, April 26th, Albuquerque, June 14th. Everyone, I will be back. <laughs>